0: and day 211 since joey said he'd never abandon americans by wednesday it'll be 200 days why are people not at all focused on this disaster of afghanistan and people trapped behind enemy lines i cannot explain it but they're all geared up over ukraine which by the way they should be um i i could not believe no one else will will talk about this but putin puts his nuclear forces on high alert There's escalating tensions he's bringing in from Belarus reinforcements that are very close to Kiev, the the capital of Ukraine. And where's Joey? Joey was in. Was he in the situation room? No. In the in Was he in the Oval Office? No. Joey was hiding out in Delaware as Putin raises the nuclear alert status. There is a lot of reporting. I I got some background by people that know in the intel community, and I will share to the extent that I can what I've been told, and and I'll use as a jumping point, uh, a jumping off point. Condoleezza Rice calling Putin's behavior, recent behavior erratic. She said, "I met with him many times. This is a very different Putin." Uh, Our intel community is saying the same thing internally. And they've been right every step of the way on this issue of Putin and Ukraine. And he was always calculating, always cold, but this is different. He seems erratic. There's, there's an ever-deepening, delusional rendering of, of history. Clapper, who I don't like, but he, Clapper echoed Rice's assessment of him. I personally think he's unhinged. The concerns about Putin's shaky mental health are particularly relevant, given that he has a finger on the nuclear trigger, um, I've also been told, now, if you look at Putin more closely, it doesn't look the same to me. Now, I don't know, I cannot prove this, but I was told by not one, but two intel experts that real that have real knowledge that he might have had as many as three facial surgeries, but when I look at him, I see a guy that seems jacked up on what I would call steroids. He's got that puffy steroid look to me. And he doesn't look like the old Putin. And then obviously his behavior. um, I'm not so sure it's that out of out of the norm for him because, you know, Georgia happened in 2008. What happened? Nothing. Crimea, he annexed in 2014 under Obama and Biden. What happened? Nothing. Now he's, he's obviously now taking looking at taking the entire country. And it's it's a pretty frightening moment. And the saddest thing in all of this is, as Joe Biden proclaims, that I brought together the world and we created the toughest sanctions. And no, you didn't create the toughest sanctions because the one sanction that matters the most imports and exports of energy. You're not willing to ta- put that on the table and they can. And you're in you're not willing to stand up to the climate Change climate alarmist cult that is your new Green Deal Democratic Socialist Party. Until you're willing to do that, any sanctions you put on Russia are meaningless. Now, I want to make perfectly clear I'm not the biggest fan of Ukraine in terms of its government, in terms of corruption that has taken place over the many years. We have the perfect tape to prove that corruption, and nobody wanted to pay attention to the real quid pro quo. But when you have a vice president of the United States, then Joe Biden, who says tells telling the story of what he did with Ukraine and you are you're not getting the billion dollars. I said I'm not going we're not going to give you the billion dollars. They said you have no authority. You're not the president. The president said I said call him. <laughs> I said I'm telling you you're not getting the billion dollars. I said you're not getting the billion. I'm going to be leaving here. And I think it was what 6 hours. I looked I said I'm leaving in 6 hours if the prosecutor's not fired you're not getting the money. Oh son of a <laughs> <laughs> got fired. The prosecutor, so he withheld and leveraged a billion U.S. tax dollars to get a prosecutor in Ukraine. Why would a vice president want a prosecutor in Ukraine uh, fired? Because that prosecutor, his name's Shokin, was investigating Burisma Holdings and hunter biden zero experience and the same hunter that went on good morning america any experience in energy no any experience in oil no any experience in gas no any experience with ukraine no why do you think they're paying you millions and millions of dollars i don't know i don't know could it be your daddy is the vice president in charge of ukraine probably that's probably the answer that's a really good answer unbelievable um before i get to the news of this Yeah, and notice on Bill Maher's show, and again, I'm I I am not a fan of the Ukrainian government. I'm not a fan of what I know has been a lot of corruption in that government over the years. Which, by the way, was in part of the call with Donald Trump. That was not a call that deserved impeachment in any way, shape, manner, or form. But that's a separate issue. And but I see these images of people, and I want to cry. There's a video of a six-year-old little Ukrainian girl. I've got the video. I'll show you tonight on TV. And she was a victim of this onslaught by Vladimir Putin. And they're trying to revive her, to resuscitate her. And her mother, obviously, is, is crying. The doctors and nurses trying so hard to revive this girl are also crying and this is the hell that is brought on when you have murdering tyrants invading sovereign countries under false pretenses and there ought to be a new rule you know bill maher does his new rules in a show and some of them sometimes are pretty clever but if you're a murdering tyrant that invades a sovereign country and you kill innocent people you forfeit the right to lead any country Now, Hannity, are you saying you want a war with Russia? Nope, not at all. I'm saying I don't think one American boot should be on the ground, period, end of sentence. Not at all. There is a way, and this is what Joe Biden can't do and won't do. In his speech tomorrow, in his State of the Union speech, he ought to say, I have now lifted all of the restrictions on energy production in America and I have asked every energy producing company to get back to work. And he will, for example, he blocked the Keystone XL pipeline. He should begin rebuilding it. He put new drilling efforts in Alaska on a permanent hold. He should lift that. He should lift the restrictions on Anwar as well. He disrupted uh, the new exploration development auctions in the country. He should bring them back Immediately. This is what he should say tomorrow. He won't say he suspended new exploration on federal lands. He should lift that and he should increase oil, gas and coal. And we should immediately have a goal as a country to return to energy independence as quickly as possible so that we can then be the suppliers to Western Europe and our NATO allies that desperately need energy because it's the lifeblood of the world's economy. I mean, Jen Saki I'll play it later, is out there this weekend sounding just like John Kerry. And, you know, we got to look at new Green Deal options and blah, blah, blah. Uh, I'm like the one the one sanction that would work is the one they refuse to implement. It negates it renders useless all of the sanctions because that's the money, the flow of money that Putin needs to to fight this. This war and fulfill his territorial ambitions. It's that simple. The world needs to agree. Putin should no longer be running Russia. He's a murdering authoritarian authoritarian thug. That's who he is. He's killing innocent civilians. Civilized countries need to agree on a simple principle: that such a person needs to be removed sooner rather than later by whatever means they deem necessary. That should be the rule. Is it going to be the rule? Probably it's not going to be the, the rule. And that's the sad part of this. The Kremlin, ha- according to foxnews.com is sending 400 mercenaries to hunt down and assassinate President Zelensky. Zelensky has surprised me because usually when moments like this occur, the leaders pack up an airplane with millions and millions of dollars and they say, see you later. I'm out of here. Zelensky is target number one of Putin. If they find him, they'll kill him. Or they'll torture him and imprison him probably for the rest of his life. My guess would be they're probably going to kill him. Anyway, he's been out there with the people of Ukraine. And on that point, I give him a lot of credit. But if you want to beat Russia, I've been saying it, 50 to 60 percent of the Russian economy is based on energy. You know, all these other sanctions don't matter unless you're willing to bite the bullet outproduce Putin in terms of energy supply Europe with their energy needs and do it as quickly as possible I love Biden takes a personal day he's headed to Delaware day off for Joe Biden and Vladimir Putin is out there you know literally saying yeah I think um I think we're gonna put nuclear weapons on the table I'm like seriously putting nuclear forces on high alert Uh, that's a dangerous situation for the world. A madman is capable of doing something like that, but Joe Biden was hiding comfortably, eating his ice cream and taking naps. Uh, You know, one thing, there's a lot of polling out there. Voters say Putin would never have invaded Ukraine if Donald Trump was president. And I believe that, too. I think there was a genuine fear the former Soviet Union had of Ronald Reagan, and I think there was a genuine fear that they had of Donald Trump. 62%. And in this particular poll, it's a Harvard Harris poll, said they believe Putin would not be moving against Ukraine if Trump is president. And I'll tell you why they feared Donald Trump. They knew if Trump said something, he meant it, meant it. Now, I know there are reports that the Russian economy is reeling. I'm sure that there is some significant impact to it. I know there are a lot of reports, and I do. I tip my hat to the brave citizens of Ukraine picking up their AK-47s that the government is giving them and going out to fight in a David versus Goliath battle. The one thing I would caution you as you listen to these pundits basically saying, Putin, it's not as easy as he thought. It's not going well for him. He has yet to unleash but a fraction of his military might. And I put nothing past what Putin might be capable of. I think Ukrainians are willing to fight. They remember what Stalin did to them in the 1930s. And, you know, the History Channel pointed out Ukrainian famine in the early 30s claimed the lives of 3.9 million people. I've talked at length about the book I wrote in 2004, Deliver Deliver Us From Evil. That's 13% of the population that was wiped out in the 30s. And this was caused in part when a dictator wanted to... both to replace Ukraine's small farms with state-run collectives and punish independent-minded Ukrainians who posed a threat to his totalitarian authority. And in 29, 1929, as part of his plan to rapidly create a totally communist economy, while Stalin had imposed, you know, collectivism, which replaced individually owned and operated farms with big state-run collectives and Ukraine's small, mostly subsistence farmers resisted giving up their land and their livelihoods in response, Soviet officials drove these peasants off their farms by force and Stalin's secret police further made plans to deport 50,000 Ukrainian farm families to Siberia. So they just stole them. So they and then why in 1994 when they when Ukraine seceded as part of the Budapest agreement in in what it was it, 1991? They seceded from the former Soviet Union. They were the third largest nuclear power in the world in terms of nuclear weapons. And why in 94 did they agree, along with the U.S. and the U.K. and Russia, that they would give their nuclear weapons to the Soviet Union at the time and they would destroy them and leaving them. But the promise was, no, you'll be protected by all of us. Well, how well did that work out? Not particularly well. Well. All right, 25 to the top of the hour, 800 941 Sean Also, finally, Joe has Joey's told uh, Germany and Russia that he's lifting his waiver on Nord Stream 2. Well, there's a report out. What about Nord Stream 1? Because 40% of Europe's natural gas comes from Putin's Russia. And this is why the one sanction that would matter has not been put in place and that's stopping the importation and exportation of energy from russia that's the one thing that would bankrupt vladimir putin and the reason they really can't shut down Nord Stream one we want the truth is because america won't step up and supply the needs of our allies in western europe that 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 is the big fallacy here it's okay to have 40 plus year high of inflation in large part caused by Joe's economic and energy pro- uh, uh, policies. And the same thing here. You take energy independence. You take uh, America being a net exporter of energy. You stop that. It's good for national security. It's good for our economy. creates high-paying career jobs. It makes everything we buy at every store we go to cheaper. It's cheaper to fill up your gas tank, cheaper to heat and cool your home. But well, Why do something as smart as that? One of the things you think about a year of this now and people say there's one yahoo.com article Putin faces sanctions, but his assets remain an enigma. I'm like, no, it doesn't, because as the price of oil has climbed after Joey artificially reduces the world supply uh, that has made Russia that has made Putin rich again. And in a weird way, it's helping to fund his territorial ambitions. We'll get into a lot more on this later in the program today. And this is what Donald Trump, that tape that I ran last week, this is what he was saying to the head of NATO, that we, the American people, were paying the brunt of the cost to keep the alliance together, a higher percentage of our GDP, which is massive compared to these European nations. They're not paying their fair share. And on top of that, We're paying all this money for the protection of Europe and European countries against Russia. And then they turn around and they go to Vladimir Putin and they make multi-multi-billion-dollar deals on energy. How did any of that make any sense? But with the high, just one year, record high prices for a barrel of oil, Joe Biden even importing 232 million barrels of oil from Vladimir. You know, I got to find out, and I'll, I'll research this. I think we're still importing oil from Russia today. I mean, how insane is that? How embarrassing is it that that's the case? How embarrassing is it that Joe Biden, you know, reduces dramatically our energy production, gives up and eliminates energy independence? And, and somebody needs to, one of you climate change alarmist cult members need to explain to me this because it says, I always say the lifeblood of the world's economy. What difference does it make if you drill for a barrel of oil in, the, in Saudi Arabia, or now that we know that Joe last year bought a million barrels of oil from Iran the first time since 1991, or we're taking in 232 million barrels of oil from Russia, or over 600 million barrels of oil from OPEC? Can somebody explain to me what difference does it make to planet Earth? If you're drilling for the oil in the Middle East or you're drilling for the oil in Russia or you drill for the oil in the U.S. And we would probably do it a lot cleaner than all those countries. What difference does it make? If you import the oil, what's the difference? Why don't we why don't we be the masters of our own destiny and take these vast resources that we're so blessed with? And why don't we do it here? We'll talk to Kelly uh, ChuBaco who's going to join us. She's running against Lisa Murkowski for the not Republican nomination in Alaska. I mean, Alaska alone. I mean, Anwar. We once sent a plane to fly over Anwar. It is a vast wilderness. I've interviewed the heads of energy oil companies said saying to me that they can literally have six months a year there, and they can extract so many million millions of barrels of oil and they by the time they leave for the harsh winter they'll be able to to leave and you wouldn't even know that they were there that's how that's how good they are at what they do so we'll see um and i know a lot of people saying i'm ready to go over and shoot the other human being cnn interviewing a, a rifle wielding ukrainian politician uh this is not going to end well if i'm correct Putin has lied the entire time and he's just gearing up and he's bringing in fuel and he's bringing in munitions and he's bringing in more troops. And I guess we got 30,000 troops stationed right on the border, very close to the capital of, of Ukraine and Belarus and they're ready to fight. And I want to be clear. I'm not, I, I think the Ukrainian government over the years, their corruption has been atrocious. But when you see innocent people, human beings, It's a very different story. Hannity, are you saying we should go in? No, I'm not saying that at all. I'm saying that we should defeat Vladimir Putin, go right to the heart and soul of what makes him rich and Russia rich and go after his economy and create some world stability in terms of the price of energy. And we can do it, and it's good for national security, and it's good for our economic security, and it would solve a lot of our inflation woes all at the same time and create high-paying career jobs in the energy sector, something I've always advocated. The EU is going to give $500 million in arms to the Ukrainian military. The West has unleashed swift bans. I don't know why European countries are preventing Russian planes from flying into their airspace, And we have not done that. Why aren't we restricting them? Canada is not restricting them either. Why not? Biden apparently caught flat-footed on how fast Europe was moving on sanctions, on financial penalties. That was uh, in one of the articles today. I think it was the Washington Post, uh, surprised by the unusual rapid European decision. The reason is because they know America is not leading. They know that Joe is a cognitive mess. So they know they got to just do it on their own. Usually this would they would expect an American president to lead the effort against such an invasion as we're watching unfold. And, you know, Russia, yeah, it's impacting them. BP, by the way, the oil giant announced they're dropping their stake in a Russian energy company. And by the way, I'm sure it will cost them a fortune, but good for them. Uh, those Russian flights banned from airspace of 20 European nations, but still not the U.S. The U.S. Embassy is now urging Americans and Russia to consider leaving immediately. You think it was I saw an interesting article about Elon Musk. Elon Musk is pretty fascinating to me. Seems like just a a, a modern day, innovative genius. And I know he may have some personality quirks, I guess. Kind of weird watching him on Joe Rogan smoking weed, but whatever. He says Starlink, and he's the SpaceX founder, he said his Starlink is now active in Ukraine amid Internet disruptions, and Starlink satellites are now active in Ukraine, and he says it will alleviate some of the connectivity issues and challenges the country is facing in light of the Russian invasion. That, that's pretty fascinating to me. Um I know that, that the propaganda is getting louder and louder. One Russian state TV host threatening nuclear war. Why do we need the world if Russia won't be in it? How about you get rid of your own dictator and clean up your own house? The people of Russia can rise up against Putin. The people in Putin's military. Really? Do you want to be involved in killing this little six-year-old girl that we have on tape? You really do you feel good about that? If you have a heart, if you have a soul, you care about... You know, what about these elderly people we see with blood all over their face? Does that not move your heart in any way? This one woman lecturing this Russian soldier, what the hell are you doing here? Why are you here? Why the F are you here? Couldn't believe it. Amazing courage. Young victims of this invasion, bloodstained woman, clutches a little girl's pink scarf. I'm telling you, this will, you'll want to cry when I show you this tonight. Zelensky reveals prisoners with combat experience are going to be released. I mean, it's the best they can do at at this particular point in time, but it's it's not the answer. It's not the antidote. There's too much overly optimistic coverage that I'm seeing. Because if if Putin's back is against the wall, he knows his credibility's on the line. His ego's on the line. There's no telling what the hell he's capable of. In my view. Russia did capture two more Ukrainian cities. Zelensky rightly saying the next 24 hours are critical. Um, I think Belarus is preparing to join this Russian invasion. That's a big deal. That's going to be probably the final domino in, in terms of Kiev falling. I hope I'm wrong. I really do. Just sad to see a sovereign country invaded like this. But you know what? The world didn't lift a finger with Georgia, Crimea, nothing. Nobody. He's building up his troops for months, and he's not going to go in. I'm like, yeah, he's going in. What's wrong with you people? Not only is he going in, if you look at where the, all the attacks have come from, he's, t- he's after the whole country. And sure, we can examine his mental health all we want. It's not going to matter. Biden's poll numbers, Washington Post, ABC News, his approval rating at a low of 37 percent, their lowest since he took office. He's been as low as 33 percent in other polls. Sixty two percent, as I mentioned earlier, of voters say Putin would not have invaded Ukraine if Donald Trump were president. I believe that's true. Well, Hannity, why are you why are you standing up for Trump? Because Trump is, was strong. He wasn't going to take this crap. And whatever you threatened, he would do. And he would have sanctioned them immediately. And the other weapon in Trump's arsenal, he would have kept energy independence. You know, Biden is warning there's no sanction that is immediate. Yep, there would be one stopping the the importation of any energy at all, period. That means Nord Stream 1. And you're going to have to fill the gap. A strong majority of adults in this Washington Post-ABC News poll believe Biden is mentally unfit to serve as commander-in-chief. Poll released 37% approval. When respondents were asked if he was a strong leader, 59% said no. Uh, When asked about his mental sharpness and fitness to be president, 54% said they do not think Biden is mentally sharp enough to be president. Do you think? I, don't, I, I agree with that poll. He doesn't have the mental strength. It's obvious to everybody. And this is part of the problem, too. It's obvious to Putin. It's obvious to President Xi. Now, if the world did watch America put these real sanctions on Russia and stop their, you know, their, their cash pipelines, um, I think China would take note of that. I also think they would take note of, you know, an effort that if you if you invade an innocent country and kill innocent people, you forfeit your right to lead any country. Now, that could be in the hands of Europe, in the hands of Russian soldiers themselves, the Russian people themselves. You know, let's see what happens here. And at the end of the day, Russia is better off without Vladimir Putin. He's a murdering dictator thug, and he's made the people of Russia poor. He's made himself rich, and it can happen. You can think of other past dictators, leaders that, you know, eventually they get taken out, taken down, you can hope. But Jen Psaki says, you know, Biden's State of the Union address is the American people and anybody watching around will hear the president talk about how he has led over the past several months to build a global coalition. I want to vomit and I haven't even heard the speech yet. This has been a disaster. An NBC, I'm sorry, an NPR, PBS news hour Marist poll 56% of respondents said Biden's first year in office was a failure. You know, imagine what can happen in Ukraine. You know, Biden was knocking Donald Trump's foreign policy. Well, he wouldn't have gotten the inc- all this extra money if it wasn't for the energy part of this equation, which we'll get into in the next hour with uh, our friend Kelly Chubako is taking on Lisa Murkowski. Now, the U.S. did offer to evacuate President Zelensky, and he declined. He said, I need ammunition. I don't need a ride. You know what? I give the guy credit. I don't know much about him. We know that Joe Biden insisted. I don't know if he was still in power at that point. You're not getting the billion unless you... Fire the prosecutor. That was the real quid pro quo. Um, but none of this is good. If you look at the our own issues, what, what we had under Joe Biden, five hundred thirty-nine thousand nine hundred COVID deaths. Under Trump, it was four hundred eight thousand five hundred. About on average, a buck fifty more a gallon. We've gone over that repeatedly. And Biden inflation, by the way, pushes durable good prices up the most in 47 years you can't make this up it's so bad oh and then the washington post had a headline saying the economy appeared ready for a surge and the russia invasion could send shockwaves. uh that's total adam schiff total b schiff and i'm sorry <laughs> this the media in this country is so corrupt is so compromised it's it's disgusting at this point all right when we come back the energy part of all of this because a lot of it is about the free flow of energy at market prices um, we'll get to that.